Welcome to the Marshall Pro Podcast and our short form interview series catching up with this time around. It is Wayne Taylor, owner of the Wayne Taylor Racing Team, just announced his new Taylor Brother Free lineup for 2020 in the number 10 Konica Minolta Cadillac DPI VR Renger Van de Zanda returned for his third season inside the cockpit. Be joined by Ryan Briscoe coming now from the former Ford GT program. Also former Ford GT driver, Scott Dixon, the man <laughs> coming in and Kamui Kobayashi, who is returning as well. Hope to defend their victory, their win at the 2019 Rolex 24 Daytona with Kamui in the car. Interesting conversation with Wayne, starting with this change, this very surprising non-Taylor brother lineup, motivations, thoughts, how he might adjust to that. And then as usual, get into a variety of other things in this 15 minute conversation or so, which I hope you enjoy. Conversations with Wayne are rarely linear. I like that because my conversations are rarely linear. So we wander around a bit. Hopefully that will provide either information or entertainment. So let's get going with Wayne Taylor. Catching up with episode on the Marshall Pruitt podcast, all presented to you by the mighty fine folks at Cooper Tires and the equally delightful family at the Justice Brothers. Wayne Taylor, looking at your driver lineup, I think of the future. I think of developing this team forward. You have one full-time carryover in our man, the fine Dutchman, that is Renger Van de Zanda. Have someone who's very familiar to you, having helped steer his career for many years in Ryan Briscoe. Kamui Kobayashi, who I think definitely starred for the team in his first go-round last year at the Rolex 24. Great, great retention there. You got the five-time IndyCar champion and, what, two-time Rolex 24 winner, Scott Dixon. Let's just talk about forming this lineup first before we get into uh, this change of going into your first full season in IMSA without at least one of your sons uh, in the cockpit. Well... You know, Marshall, it's like I've said before, and I continue to say this, and nobody really uh, believes what I've got to say, and that is that um, clearly if I we were unable to get Ricky and Jordan started in an early career, who knows where they'd be today. But, um, you know, and if they weren't good enough, competitive enough, and understanding enough of, of what it takes to um, be competitive and and be up at that top echelon of drivers, um, they wouldn't be driving for me. So when Ricky got hired from Roger Penske, it was a really, really big day, big week for us as a family. And who would you, you know, as a driver, who, who is there out there that you'd more want to drive for than Roger Penske? And now... You know, Jordan's been in with us since 2013, and I think and I believe people felt that the only reason Wayne Taylor Racing exists is because of Ricky and Jordan. And so now, hopefully the world will understand, Wayne Taylor Racing is a company that 
you know, is growing. We building relationships. We have a fantastic partner with Konica Minolta. They've been with us a long time, um, not only as a sponsor, but as friends and partners and go through the emotions with us. And I got to say that they're not the happiest people at the moment because they're losing Ricky and Jordan. Um, however, they, they're partners and, you know, it was a big, tough decision on how to find the right drivers for this. And as you know, politics plays a role in, in everything that you do in racing. But um, we, we interviewed, spoke to many, many drivers around the world. Many, many drivers offered their services. Um, and, of course, our relationship with uh, Kamui Kobayashi just gets stronger as we go on. Um, his relationship now with Konica in Japan is big, which helps us here in the, in the United States. And also... He's extremely fast. He's got no, there's no baggage with him. And then, you know, Renga did a good job for us for two years. And we felt that it was important to have some continuity because sometimes you can just change everything. But we don't think that that's the way to be successful over the long haul. You need to have, you need to have the consistency. And you also need to have somebody that can give us direction when we're bringing in a whole cr new crew. Not that any of the drivers that we've got coming in, do we have to um, figure out whether they're good enough because they've all proved themselves. You know, Ryan Briscoe um, has been um, not only a family friend, but sure. and not only me and Max managing him, he's, he's almost like my third son. And when Ford pulled out, you know, he was the, the absolute first call I made. And... And, of course, so we're really excited. I mean, Ryan had one or two drives with us, and unfortunately we weren't able to give him the car that he deserved at those, at those times. So we now know we've got the right equipment, and hopefully Ryan will show us what he can do. Um, and then, you know, when you talk about Scott Dixon, you know, I don't know what to say. This guy's probably the most talented all-rounder driver that I know. I often talk to Mike Hull about him. And uh, we always just say, you know, this guy, as he gets older, he seems to get faster and, and wiser. And you never see him get flustered. He's a good team player, as we saw driving the sports cars for Chip and uh, both in DP and in, in the GTLM. So um, we're really satisfied with our lineup. And um, obviously now I have three shots at winning. You know, WTR can win the race. Jordan can win the um, the uh, uh, GTLM with Corvette. The GTLM with Corvette, and if we can't win, Ricky could win with um, Penske. So I've got three shots at it. Obviously, we want to be the ones that win all the races. But um, no, it's a it's it's a big change, and I think um, it's a change that we need for now, considering that there is this two year. Um, situation that we're all in now where the where the direction for sports car racing in north america is not fully defined yeah um if i had if i had my say which i've had many discussions with everybody i don't believe that the um the future for 22 is going to be hybrid i think that this absolutely would be the wrong thing for us to do and you are one of many 
who are are echoing that in in recent times i don't want to put an exact timeline on it but we have gone and i know we're kind of straying from the original topic but we have gone from 2022 dpi 2.0 hybrid period end of statement to i just keep hearing from more and more manufacturers and team owners boy how about we don't do that well you know what i've said from the beginning is this is that how can we at this late stage um start figuring this out firstly you've got to have car count and you get car count with manufacturers and 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 private teams but in today's market it's very hard to raise the kind of money that we that we need even for dpi and so to go into this no man's land would be suicidal for the sanctioning body inter and suicidal for any of us um because it's just it's an unknown at this point and so I'm hoping that all the manufacturers and based on all of them that I've spoken to seem to feel exactly the same way as I do. So I'm, I'm excited that um, maybe the way we should be going is looking at maybe more aero efficiency on the car, maybe a bit more styling cues for the car manufacturers and have that change in 22 rather than this other thing, this dark cloud that's hanging over everybody's head. And, um, so, like I said, 20 and 21, we're sort of in this um, area of not knowing where we're going. So it's great for me to start in this uh, fourth of five-year homologation with a whole new group of drivers and so that we can build something for the future. Speaking of the future, and let's close on this, you've had your sons at other teams uh i mean what i remember jordan i think driving a dp with a honda v6 at some point i forget you know in the 2007 or 8 or something like that uh you had what ricky was at spirit of daytona for a little while i mean your your sons have been outside the 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 nest yeah let's talk about you being the the sole tailor in a car or on the timing stand when we get to Daytona. I don't know so much about the the structural, how the team will compete in a different manner next year standpoint, but just more from a, how is this generational change? How do you foresee this playing out? Knowing that you do want to continue the team, you've announced that you're going forward without your both sons and either son in the car. Where are you going to find your joy without having them there? Is this something you'd be passionate to continue without your sons being in the car for years to come? You know, it's a good question. But honestly, all I've done in my entire life, um, for most of my life, I drove race cars. And now, um, the sort of last 10 years or whatever it is, being a team owner, and I find the adrenaline rush and the, and the excitement is as big as it was when I was a driver. The one thing I've learned now is that I used to think the driver was the most important person in the program. I've since realized that that is clearly not the situation. And, you know, we'll be running it the same way. You know, we'll have Travis will be our same general manager. Brian will be our same engineer and calling the race. Um, It'll be all the same people. And, there will be another tailor in the pit 
with me will be my wife. She's always been there and she's always supported. I know this is extremely hard for her at the moment um, because she's just got her family spread out in the, in the same series. Um, I assume she was the smart one who was back, you know, in hospitality, letting you and everyone else freeze at Daytona or otherwise. So I'm going to have to have to talk with Miss Shelley here. Yeah, I don't know. She's, she's, she's really good. She keeps me awake during the night of the 24 hour and she's, she's always there for me and for the kids, obviously. Um, and, um, you know, just, just think about this. It's not impossible that in two years time, things change so much that I get the kids back again. I mean, we don't know what the future lies. Um, you know, I'm not counting out at one down the road that one or two of them come back. You know, you just, you just don't know. But at the moment, I, I just need everybody to understand that we as Wayne Taylor with Konica Minolta and Cadillac, we're racing as competitively as we have been with the kids and hopefully we can go even faster and we can win more. So that's what it's about for me. You know, we have to become commercially viable. We have to be technically viable and we have to have the results and results are everything. So I, you know, took a long time for Max and I to figure out this driver lineup because so many people out there could all have done the job. But I think that we've got a great um, relationship with all these, with all these guys. And the other good thing is, you know, Scott Dixon and, and Ryan have been together for the last couple of years. So that's, that's great having those two together on the team for the long distance races as well. So yeah, I'm very, very excited. You've come up with what my dad would have seen as a bar joke. All right. A Dutchman, an Australian, a Kiwi and a Japanese guy walk into a bar uh owned by a south african oh my lord well let's close on this then uh obviously we're not going to give away anything we shouldn't but you've mentioned our dear friend many people's dear friend max angelali who we know and, and he uh let the world know been fighting colon cancer tell us how max is doing he's doing as well as he always does he never he never um gives up he um takes everything he challenges everything he's done his first round of chemo and he is adamant that he's not changing his lifestyle he has said that he he doesn't have the energy that he has but he's flying over here um um early december is going to be with the team where he talk every day like normal so i would say that he's doing pretty well at this point um, you know, it's a terrible thing, as we know, this word, and I don't even want to say what the word is. You said it. Um, but, you know, uh, people people can come out of these things. You know, I think it's it's a lot of positiveness with the people around him. And, you know, we've clearly got some great doctors and oncologists that we're working with, with Max, and both in Italy and here in the U.S. And um, I have no doubt that he's going to be the same, giving me a hard time every day when he gets back here. As you know, he's still my partner in winter racing, and he's not giving anything up. I would say that at this point, he's looking really good, I believe. Uh, to the best of my knowledge, they got out all the cancer that was in there. Oh, there I said that C word. Um, 
And now it's just, you know, he's got to get through this period of chemo. Um, so I think he's going to be, I think he's going to be just fine. Well, amen to that. Having uh, known and being in the middle of the same process, there is indeed yeah. a great, great possibility of all this being an old story that gets told and does yeah. not return. Yeah. So yeah. huge, huge positive thoughts for Max. And also thanks to you. I know that you have helped Max with uh, any and all referrals needed to great oncologists. It's part of what we do. And motor racing is a very small group. And um, we're all competitors, but when it gets to the health situation, um, I believe everybody in in our business um, feels for everybody. And I know I can speak for everybody on my team that is that never stops thinking about Max, never stops thinking about you and your wife and and all the others. We um, it's very much um, on our mind all the time because it can happen to anybody. They just forget about you, but that's okay. That, that might be the yeah, best just, part yeah, of things. Don't worry about me. Yeah, nobody's going to worry about me. I don't care. It's okay. All right, Wayne Taylor. Thanks as always for taking some time. Congratulations on this lineup. I mean, it is, uh, it's a scary thing. So, Hey, and what about you? Know, what about my son, Ricky getting engaged to Emily? That's, the I, uh, that's hashtag fake news. I got to admit that might've been the most shocking news of all. I'm like, wow, this guy is just a freaking silent assassin. You know, I didn't, I didn't know Ricky had that kind of game. So I'm, I'm, whew, I'm still needing to do some fact checking though. You know, that, that seems yeah. a little crazy to me, but yeah, kidding aside, congratulations yeah. on that as well. Nice. And I mean, if anything, it highlights the fact that, you know, Jordan might post too many photos of him with his dog. Right, we might, yeah. you know, yeah. Uh, yeah. A, a, a male or female, a human companion. We're just yeah. going to push him in that direction too. Maybe that's something the the Hardy Corvette folks can uh, can I would make like happen to, for. I, w- I would also like to to officially say congratulations to Roger Penske Ooh. for everything he's for everything that he's done in the sport. But more importantly, when I was in South Africa and I was away from what was going on, to learn that he had bought the Indianapolis Motor Speedway and the series and everything. You know, I can't think of a more professional and better person to be at the head of this. And I see, I see him taking IndyCar to a, to a new level. And, um, you know, I just uh, really feel like um, I'm fortunate that um, him and I have a relationship that we can, I can pick up the phone and call him back. I'd like to say it officially uh, for him. And um, I just think it's, just fantastic. Wayne, congratulations again, and I look forward to speaking soon.